Thank you for tuning in to the Next Gen Leadership Podcast. My name is Nolan Schoenfeld, and we have a new segment here on the show um, with high school recruits, and we're getting this going here in 2022. I'm getting to uh, begin this segment with a, a former uh, a teammate of mine in some sense. Uh, his dad was a coach of mine in college. Uh, he would be on the field when I was taking BP, taking BP next to me probably, oh, what, six, seven years ago is the last time we saw each other, TJ. So, uh, TJ, welcome, man. How's it going? Uh, great, man. It's it's exciting to have you on. Like I said, it's it's a long time coming for you. Uh, you've made a commitment to the University of Minnesota. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and, and just kind of your high school experience so far and, and where, where you've gone in your career uh, to this day. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean I, yeah, I'm TJ Egan. I'm a 2022 grad out of Eastview High School. Um, 6'5 lefty, so Regardless of anything else, uh, coaches really like that. So got that going for me. Uh, how my careers looked, I grew up playing uh, just Eastview Association with all my friends. And then as soon as 15U hit, uh, I went off and played uh, club baseball and traveled the Midwest for a while. I went on to Atlanta a little bit and just uh, tried to get in front of some coaches' eyes. And then uh, COVID obviously was a little bit of a curveball for everybody. So that threw a little bit of a wrench and things and missed out on my sophomore season of high school baseball. Luckily I was still able to play uh, summer baseball that year and then come back and played my junior year of high school baseball. I had a pretty good season uh, on the mound, didn't really play in the field too much. And then summer ball that season, obviously, or the season after it's a fun year. Um, just talking to a bunch of coaches, just seeing what I could do or seeing who I was talking to or see, what school, see what level I was at. And then mm -hmm. uh, obviously now I'm in my last season of high school baseball right now. So that's about how it's looked. Yeah, man. You talk about the the size that you've grown to. I mean, again, I go back to it when when I first met you and, and it was a long time ago. Um, you know, you you were you weren't six five and, and probably bigger than me now, right? Um, you know, talk about a little bit about your growth. What have you done? I mean, obviously size is a very genetic thing, right? I know your parents very well, they're both athletic humans. Um, but talk about how you've developed yourself and what things you've focused on alongside the guidance of your coaches and your parents. Uh, just one thing I wanted to make sure is, uh, and I, I've been very fortunate uh, usually. So I actually, from seventh grade to eighth grade, I grew nine inches in about 13, 14 months. And that mm -hmm. was, you know, that's just, uh, it's not, it's awesome to have a growth spurt like that. You know, it's in terms of development, it gets pretty dangerous in terms of what you can get for scoliosis and, Mm -hmm. muscles and tendons just weakening and stuff so i was i i was really fortunate where i didn't have a lot of those issues um much at all actually so the one thing i made sure to do from about starting about 14 years old just make sure i'm in the gym strengthening as much as i can because i did not want to fall behind and turn into that lanky kid who's not very strong and can't do much so one thing i've been really good about since i was about 13 14 is just being in the weight room consistently just trying to get bigger, stronger, faster, and do all of that. And at the same time, still putting in the work on the baseball field and hitting, even though obviously I'm not going to hit at the next level as of right now, never crossing that off the list until, <laughs> uh, you know, I, my career is over. I will not cross that off the list. But, uh, you know, just throw up playing catch every day, always finding something to work on. Um, obviously, my dad being a 
uh, baseball coach at the collegiate level is really fortunate for me because I have somebody who knows what they're talking about and I is pushing me and going out there with me and doing all the work with me. So, yeah. And talk about a little bit your, your decision to play at Minnesota. What, what kind of led you in that direction? Again, you go back to your family, both your parents played there. Um, that makes a big, big decision, but for you, your own personal uh, choice, uh, making that college commitment, what was that like? And, and what ultimately led you uh, there? Well, I mean, it's just uh, ever since I was able to comprehend that my dad played uh, division one baseball for the Gophers, I've wanted to play for the Gophers too, because my dad's somebody that I really look up to just in all aspects of my life, but especially baseball, just he worked really hard. He was a little bit of a MF around the field. And I just, he's just, that's, that's how I like to play. That's what I like to do. I like to work hard. And I got, I got a chip in my shoulder when I'm playing baseball and I just, it's also my dad. So it's just really, really cool. So yeah. um, I've wanted to play for the Gophers my entire life. Uh, they offered me about March, I think, of la- last year. And um, I was more than ecstatic. You know, I mean, it's the school I'm, school I'm, uh, school I wanted my entire life. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I just, um, I also didn't want to get too excited and take anything too early. So I didn't, accept that offer until September, I think. Um, just because I I wanted to see where I was at. You know I mean? I want to see what I could do. If I got bigger, stronger, faster all of a sudden, and I was, I mean, obviously nowhere close to it now, but you never know what happens. I didn't know if I was going to turn into some SEC lefty. So mm-hmm. I, I just kind of wanted to see how the field played out. And I'm very happy with my decision to go to Minnesota. It's exactly where I want to be so yeah so that was during your junior year correct that you got that initial offer yeah was throughout your summer did you go visit any other schools or had you kind of done your visits and you know explored your options kind of picked your top five early on in March in your junior year were those were there other offers out there for you well you know I was talking to a good amount of schools but um I had no official offers made other than Minnesota, which obviously is nothing, nothing real shiny or fancy and not what people are expecting me to say when I tell them I'm a division one baseball player. They're usually like, Oh, where'd you like, what, what offers did you have to turn down? Well, you know, I, I, I stopped talking. I was talking to a lot of schools, but nobody was really talking to me and I can make excuses as to why. Cause I mean, I got surgery in August and I, I think that was made a lot of schools a little nervous. So they didn't really want to throw anything out there. But, you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed about it. It is, it's my reality. So. Yeah, certainly. And and one of the benefits of that too, I mean, I went through that same thing my senior year, tore my ACL, lost a lot of the offers that I did have and ended up taking the division three route because of that exact fact. I didn't quite know it was out there for me. And the schools that were interested in me were smaller schools, right? It's not nothing to be ashamed of baseball at any level, division one, division two and division three even JUCO. I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent out there um, in schools that play at a high level. So, you, you know, having that opportunity uh, early on in your junior year, it gives you a lot of that leverage. And I think, I think you, uh, you hit it right on the head when it comes to uh, taking it for as much as you can and rolling with it and then figuring out, you know, later in, in your summer, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. So um, props to you on that piece. Uh, how is your arm doing? Uh, you know, I, I've talked about injury on my show a lot with athletes. What things have you done as far as keeping your body healthy 
um, and, and psychologically, uh, just making sure that your body is healthy through surgery. Sorry, hold on. Yeah, you're good. Well, I've had, thankfully, and I've said it enough to where I don't think I need to be knocking on wood every time because I'm, I, I've said it enough to where if I'm going to, if I'm drinking myself, it would have happened already. But I've had, I've had zero issues with my arm in terms of staying healthy. But going back to that growing thing, um, I definitely, I definitely caught some flack for that. Um, what the surgery was, was my left hip was actually misshapen. So it's more like a square peg in a round hole. So mm-hmm. they had to go in there and reshape that. And because of that, and because I kept playing on it for my entire life, because it was a bone thing, it didn't really like happen because of anything. It was going to happen regardless. Um, it tore my labrum. So torn labrum scares a lot. of. It's pretty scary in terms of uh, recovery and stuff. And just it's a big thing. So that's really the only thing I've had to deal with other than obviously broken bones and all that stuff. So, yeah. And you're going to go through injuries wherever you are, you know, that's part of the game of baseball. There's plenty of guys that are at the major league level that have nicks and bruises on them or surgeries that they get through. Um, and that's just part of the game. But speak, speaking of next level, what, what's your goals with the game of baseball? Are you pursuing, you know, college baseball and then seeing where it takes you are you are you full out you know you said your dream was minnesota but have you always wanted to play major league baseball since you were a kid um you know what what have you what have you sought out for yourself as as goals and ambitions in your in your baseball career uh just one goal that i've i've had since day one is i want to play baseball at the highest level i possibly can wherever that is you know what i mean so i want to find i want to find that ceiling and i just want to see if I can break through it and see how far I can keep going with it. So professional baseball is the goal, obviously, because that's the highest level. But uh, right now my next, my next challenge is the division one ceiling. See if I can break through that. And uh, after that it's pro ball and then it's single A, double A, triple A, and then pro. So yeah, of course pro pro is my, my end goal, but just playing at the highest level I can is the easiest way to sum it up. Yeah, and then I'll put you on the spot a little bit, but do you expect when you step on, on campus in Minnesota to, you know, be an impact player? What what conversations have you had with your coaches as far as, you know, your role as part of a college baseball team? Um, you know, it's I'm not many conversations about that, but I, I really believe in my ability and, you know, my velo might not be there, but I one thing I've always had the ability to do no matter what, especially playing against some of the top recruits in the country at my age, <clears throat> My velo has never uh, stopped me from my ability to get guys out. So I trust in myself 100%. So do I think I'm capable of it? 100%, but it's not my decision. And I know the guys at Minnesota are really good too. You know I mean? They're all, they're also division one big pitchers. So I know they got Sam Ireland and JP Massey and um, Aiden Maldonado. They're all, those are the one, two, three right now. And they're, they're really good. So it's going to be hard, but. I think I'm capable of it. Yeah, you know, that's an awesome answer, man. You can control what you can control, right? There isn't much out there that in the game of baseball that that falls on your shoulders except your mental attitude. Uh, maybe there's some physical aspects to it. But uh, when you do step on campus, you know, enjoy it, right? Because it goes by fast and have fun with it. Like you said, you, you hit it on the head with the reaching your ceiling. Um, I hope I hope for you that everything goes smooth with that. Um, any other thoughts, questions, comments, and you want to wrap up here with, with this, uh, last couple of minutes of the episode? 
Uh, no, it's good to talk to you again. It's been a while, and uh, <laughs> gonna keep getting that double rep burrito and hold everything together nice. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet, man. So tell me, did I really tell you that the, you had to get your the double rep burrito? We're at we're at Chipotle together, or what was that? We story? uh we went to Chipotle with my mom and my siblings, and you were oh, there, right. yep. and then you were getting. I was I was just kind of entering the burrito world, you know. What I mean, I was a burrito bowl guy, and I was I was like, you know what? I think I'm old enough where I can start getting some burritos. And then you were like, you gotta go double wrap. You know, it's just holds yep. it together better, gives a little bit more structure. And ever since then, I don't think I've ever not gotten a double wrap burrito. So. <laughs> I love it. I do remember that day. I remember having lunch with the whole family, and uh, that's a great story. So. With that, we want to thank you for listening to the Next Gen Leadership Podcast. We'll have plenty of more uh, college commits on the show here. Uh, But TJ, thanks for getting us uh, started with this segment, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Of course, you too.